Matthew's Gospel, chapter 11, verse 28 through 30. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. A lot of times we emphasize the portion, come unto me, the response to an invitation. Uh, we focus and put some attention on taking the yoke of Christ upon our shoulders and partnering with him in life and allowing him to be the one that does the heavy lifting, but we're in it with him. We're working together with the Lord. And then it's important that we do keep learning. But there's two other phrases in here I find to be very encouraging. And I want to point them out to you. And then we're going to read out of Hebrews chapter 4. In verse 28, there's a promise. If we respond to the invitation, it says, Everyone who labors and is heavy laden, the first phrase is, give you rest. Now, of course, we understand if someone gives us something, it's a gift. And a gift is something that someone else desires to give us. And it could be based on a need. We're getting into the holiday season and we're sort of putting together our list of gifts that we want to present to people that we love and we care about. And it's usually predicated on this question. What do you need? I know for sometimes we ask our children, what do you want? Which is always a loaded question. (laughs) You probably shouldn't ask them that. But you should assess the relationship well enough that you come to a conclusion of, I know what they need. I have the wherewithal to provide it, and I'm going to give it to them. So the first phrase that, If you've never underlined or circled that phrase in your Bible, I encourage you to do so. And if you can't write in your Bible, I'll buy you one that you can write in, okay? So the first is this. Jesus said he's going to give us rest. But then in verse 29, he says, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Now, before... I emphasize the second one. I want you to know that going to Jesus is safe. He's not going to condemn us. He says to remind us that coming to me is the best place you could come because I'm a safe refuge. And what we're going to experience when we come to him is we're going to experience our needs to be met. He's going to give us rest. And then this is something that he also promises. You're going to find rest. No. The word find is important because it means you're going to discover something in your journey of coming to Jesus that you didn't maybe expect. Now, we expect to be forgiven. We expect to be accepted. But do we expect to find rest, the kind of rest that causes us to feel like we have a lot of qualifiers we still have to place before God before he welcomes us? forgives us or accepts us. So not only is he going to give us rest, he said you're going to find or you're going to, you're going to discover rest. And, and this is something that I find to be of necessity for the well-being of our soul. In Hebrews chapter 4, in Hebrews chapter 4, 
The whole chapter is about rest and about a generation that didn't enter into rest and yet rest was provided for them. Wouldn't that be unfortunate if someone provided and was willing to give you something that you needed and yet you never partook of it, you never found it, you never discovered it, you never entered into it? And yet there are multitudes of examples of Scripture. And Chip even referred to it tonight in his teaching that there are a lot of people that legally know their sons and daughters, but they're not enjoying the relational or the redemptive or the experiential side of that at all. They know it from a standpoint of, I prayed a prayer, I accepted Jesus, one day I'll go to heaven. And that's about the completion of their theology. Not even understanding the whole purpose for God sending His only begotten Son. Not even entering into the facets and the width and the depth that He has for us relationally. So they just go about their life not entering in, not experiencing, not receiving, and walking in all that God has for them. Verse 9 and 10, it says, There remains therefore a rest for the people of God. Would you circle the word remains? That means there's something still in store for you. Are you weary, heavy laden, burdened down? There remains a rest for the people of God. For he who has entered his rest, entered into the Lord's rest, has himself also ceased from his work as God did from his. So the evidence of entering into God's rest is we have ceased from our works and are relying on his completed works. Now, the end of the six days of creation is what this is referring to. God rested. When God was done working, he rested in his work. It was complete. When Jesus said it is finished, the work was complete And just like God rested on the seventh day because everything was in place and everything was going to function and operate under the care of God, so it is with us. We need to remember that the work of God is complete and just as He rested, we rest in His complete work. How do you know when you're resting? When you're not relying on your works, you're relying on His works. That's when rest happens. So when Chip was talking about entering in to the rest that God has for us, this is how you do it. You come, you take, you learn, because when you do, you will receive the gift that God has for you called rest, and you will find rest for your soul. Everybody's soul needs rest because it works a lot. Our soul, our emotions are constantly engaged. Even when we sleep, we'll find rest. There remains a rest that God has for his people. But we have to enter into that rest by resting and believing in his completed work. As long as we feel We have to be the one that does something to get something. We haven't rested in his completed work. When Jesus said it is finished, there was a punctuation after it. 
That's the end. That's all. So, Father, we thank you for this, and we love you in the name of Jesus. For those that are listening by by uh, by our podcast, uh, we're just finishing up the eighth lesson. This is the last one by Chip Judd on Healthy You. And if you haven't downloaded the Messenger X app, do so. Just go to your app store, download Messenger X, look in the search bar for Healthy You. Chip Judd will come up and enjoy the lessons. God bless you. Thank you for listening to today's message. We hope that it encouraged or inspired you to God's best. If you have any questions about today's message, need prayer, or would like to learn more about Living Word Fellowship, please call 641-828-7119 or visit us at lwfknoxville.com.